Oh my God, hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, and welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it might be the kind that bums you out the least, but even that's really not a guarantee these days. Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale, but now, well, things are different. Teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is still... Possibly lethal. It's definitely more frowned upon than trying to, you know, say, be an Australian newspaper that tries to out Rebel Wilson and then shames her for beating you to it. So for now, it is one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they have been saving in one of those smart moleskins that, like, talks to your phone. (laughs) I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Uh, to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title automatically gives a person's opinion on the Kate Bush Renaissance, the, the Bushessance, the Kate the, the the Bush, more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Our first contestant is the DM or Dungeon Master for Sitcom D&D. That is a podcast on the HeadGum Network. It's our friend Sean Coyle. Hello, Sean. Hello, Dave. Happy to be here. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being here. Tell me about Sitcom D&D. Yeah. Sitcom D&D is a uh, real play Dungeons & Dragons Mm -hmm. podcast recorded Mm -hmm. in front of a fake studio audience uh, where mm-hmm. each episode is structured in the same way that like a sitcom episode would be. So it's episodic and you can kind of jump in uh, to any episode and uh, just like you would a sitcom and not be too lost. Unlike most D&D campaigns, which I also love most D&D campaigns, but there's a little wow. pitch for you. You can kind of think of it like Dungeons and Dragons meets like New Girl or Cheers. Oh, I like that. But is it like sitcom-y situations? For sure. So like the problems that they're up against, like for example, would be, okay, the health and safety inspector is coming to the bar that they all work at and they just, you know, killed a few people and forgot where they put their bodies because they got so blacked out the night before. Just Mm -hmm. as an example. I see. (laughs) I like it. Wow. I might be into D&D now. (laughs) It's very non-D&D. Uh, <laughs> focused while also uh-huh. like kind of retaining some of the fun parts. I like that. I like that a lot. I'll be Good. listening, Sean Coyle. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Our second contestant, speaking of sitcoms, but we'll get to that. She's a comedian. She hosts the uh, New York City stand up show Boss Bitch. Uh, she started off as a, a, a waitress at Central Perk, but then she got some kind of job at Calvin Klein or Ralph Lauren or something. I don't really remember what. And then she was going to go to Paris or London, and then but then she didn't, and now we don't really know where she is. It's Rachel Green. <laughs> How Hi are there. You? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. I'm uh, so happy to have you. Oh, yeah. I had a crush on you years ago. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry about that. Oh no, no. <laughs> I mean, it still holds, but obviously, oh. you know, you're you're taken and you're not interested in me. So you know, that's oh. fine. I'm. A, you're, you're like, um, I really, I, I realized it when I was uh, getting ready to, to do this podcast. I was like, oh, Dave Owens, yes, yes. Oh my God. Oh, it's to crush. Oh, he's like, 
oh, he's another George Michael to me. To me. Oh, wow. Like giant childhood. I've never been called that, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, like someone that I really like looked up to and admired and, and adored as a as like a, you know, blossoming oh. young lady and then oh. found out that maybe, you know, he had other interests. <laughs> well, what wonderful company. I have a, a, a developing friend crush on you, Rachel Green. Uh, George Michael, let's talk about it. Your, uh, your, your, your top songs. It is pride month. So we're going to, we're going to get it. Yeah. Um, well, when I was 10, I used to sing, I want your sex on the swings with my best Mm -hmm. friend. Um, Mm -hmm. faith is a good one. Father figure. Oh yeah. Um, um, one more try. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we salute you, George Michael. Uh, I would recommend that you get yourself to YouTube and mm. look up the video for Wham's uh, Club Tropicana. Oh, oh my God. That's first <laughs> big single in the UK. And it's, God, is it mm. good. Woo! Oh, and can't forget. One of your Careless Whisper. Careless Whisper. Oh, he just don't stop. Don't let them make a biopic of George Michael. Let's just <laughs> have the memories that we have. Mm. And keep it as is. Sean, Rachel, we are so psyched to have you. Thank you for being here. Uh, It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week from a pop cultural point of view. Uh, You will each be given a chance right now to tell me what you think is the most important or overlooked story or person or event of the last week or two. Sean, we'll start with you. All right. Um, Yeah, I... I don't know uh, if there's a bunch of Spider-Verse heads out there, but some mm-hmm. news that I came across was that the uh, the new villain for the movie that's going to come out next year is going to be voiced by Jason Schwartzman, and uh, mm-hmm. their powers, it looks like they can jump to any universe that they want, and there's like a little like picture that they revealed where... He, like Miles Morales is kicking through this villain in its chest, and then in the background, Gwen Stacy is getting kicked through a different hole next to it, if that makes sense. Mm, no. It doesn't. <laughs> well, then I guess you got to read the article. But okay. uh, the Spider-Verse, um, have you all seen it? Are you familiar with this movie? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I, I, oh is that the, car- know, is that the cartoon? Oh, cartoon. It is animated, okay? And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! Uh, you know what? Animation is a genre. It is not a genre. It it it. You know what I mean? It's not a genre. It's more of a medium, right? I see. You know. Okay. And uh, so yeah, I just the one insulted that, like, you. I'm sorry. That was not my intention. Yeah, because I spent 18 years of my life animating it myself. <laughs> no, they had like 140 people animate it. Have you seen any like right. the behind the scenes stuff on this, where it's like a full time animator on like let's say like Frozen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a hundred of them and what they'll do is get like pitched one minute to do and they will create that one minute in the course of a year mm-hmm. and that's like their job and it's so crazy the amount of focus and detail and time that gets put into a single minute by one person and that's their job that year it's it's pretty wild it is wild I have no idea what your what your uh, <laughs> topic is <laughs> I truly don't. Like, is it just Spider-Verse? Is it, is it Gwen Stacy? Is it, it, it like you, you know defending what? animation from people who don't know anything about it? What is it? <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to backtrack and I'm just going to, it's just this. Jason okay. Schwartzman is the villain in the new Spider-Verse movie that comes out next year. Okay. So oh. if you're going to distill that into a word, 
it's going to be Schwartzman, I suppose. Uh, let's do that. Schwartzman. Yeah. I it's mean, fun to say. It's yeah, it's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. You have your, your work cut out for you. But but Schwartzman <laughs> is your buzz in word. Rachel, uh, what do you got? Uh, I was just informed that Christina Aguilera and Maya are reuniting to perform Lady Marmalade at L.A. Pride. Oh. What? That's uh, huge news. I was a little sad that Lil' Kim is not involved because I wanted that. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and and well, obviously, Pink is, you know, on a trapeze somewhere. Yes. She's uh, she's suspended yeah. somewhere. Stranded. <laughs> right. Interesting. OK, so wait. I am going to say this. L.A. Pride did happen this past weekend. So did this reunion actually take place? Did it take place? We are hearing from Christian Duenas that it did take place. This is breaking news. This Uh. is absolutely breaking news. (laughs) It's been a long uh, week. Like three days ago. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, Rachel, as you have pointed out, I should be going to L.A. Pride. And I didn't. So I I didn't know anything about it. I just assumed that all pride fell on the last weekend the way it's intended. Like, you know, in in New York City where it started, you know. No. Rachel, can I tell you, we can't even get it together to have like one pride. So, okay. So there's... um, like a couple of weeks ago, I like I searched LA Pride because I figured that's where I live. I should know when the parade is, whatever. So it gave me the date. But then later, people were like, hey, are you coming to Pride? And I was like, but it's next weekend. But they were like, no, it's this weekend. This is WeHo Pride because there's West Hollywood Pride, uh. which is its own different thing. And they had their own little parade and their own little music festival and all that kind of thing. I didn't know anything about it. Janelle Monet was the, the grand oh marshal. That would have been nice to see. It didn't yeah. see it. Uh, went instead to a thing in Silver Lake that ended up being much more fetish heavy than I was ready for. Um, so did that. And then this past weekend was LA Pride, which is in Hollywood. And then in August, it's downtown LA Pride, which is a whole different thing. What? And then like in October, there's Long Beach Pride. Like it's it never fucking stops. It never stops. But there was a, uh, a music festival apparently at LA Pride and Christina Aguilera did perform. And maybe she did it with Maya. Let's assume it went well. Has an episode ever gotten off to a better start? Where I, mean, I talk I really for four think minutes, you have no idea really what I'm talking about. And Rachel yeah. really and Rachel did her research. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Aguilera. I just made the assumption that Pride was the same weekend mm-hmm. everywhere. And clearly. Nope. But I guess that's kind of cool because then that means you could just go to a pride event like every weekend if that's how it rolls that's kind of you fun. could you could you'd be broke and tired but you oh could. yeah <laughs> lots of um actually i have decided rachel that your buzz in word is marmalade Ooh. <laughs> oh also very fun to say it's fun to say my french teacher no, in seventh grade uh when he was trying to like explain the thing of like in french you don't like if you have like um if you have a thing that you can't be like a finite amount, then you have of the thing, right? Like you wouldn't say like, I have the wine, Johnny Cash's song, I have the wine. You would say, I have of the wine because you don't have, you don't have the wine. But his, his word that he would use when he was explaining that rule in the French language was marmalade. J'ai de la marmalade. I have of the marmalade. He was really angry. I have of the marmalade. I don't have, I don't have all of the marmalade, where would I put it? That was Mr. Cook. He was he was real <laughs> mad. He had a little goatee. Anyway. Uh, okay, so marmalade. J'ai de la marmalade. marmalade. And, and we have Jason Schwartzman. As we move on, we're going to start this show. And it's all going to start making sense truly 
any second now. I promise you. Buzzing words once again. Schwartzman and Marmalade. Okay, starting the show with a game we're calling Rainbow Connections. It's Pride related. Rachel, you're going to kill it. Um, we are fully in the swing of Pride Month. As we know, that means that uh, corporations that are normally busy uh, donating tons of money to anti-gay politicians have turned their logos rainbow in order to kneel at the altar of the almighty pink dollar. Uh, this year shows just how shameless brands have gotten. I don't know if you saw, but Postmates uh, offered a special Pride menu specifically for bottoms. Bottoms, uh, food that's safe for if you're planning to bottom later. You know? <laughs> that's, I, sw- I was like, that's gotta be a joke. Wasn't a joke. Um, and the first, I like checked on it and like the first three things that came up were like coffee shops, which I don't, Postmates, I don't know They need to do their research well. here. Uh, yeah, I don't know how, how well you know even your own butts, but that's not a great- <laughs> Yeah, usually great coffee point. can, you know- uh, if it's strong enough, it's just like its own enema in itself. It truly yeah. is. It truly is. Anyway, so maybe they're prepping the bottoms? Uh, right, yeah. Coffee enemas. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I see. I right. see. So yeah. Planning Not on bottoming sometime in the next before. three to five days. Uh, okay. Also, Burger King in Austria released uh, a set of Whoppers with buns. There were two tops or two bottoms. Um, okay. That was their okay. pride. Thing. Uh, don't you want which to get like, the whopper in your bum? Oh, what? Yeah. Which, like, by the way, do you not know that that's going to be disappointing for everyone involved? Like, two tops or two bottoms? Sorry. Um, anyway. It doesn't really work like that. It doesn't really work like that. It doesn't really work like I've that. I've tried it. I, I Yeah. Mm. Well, anyway, these brands need our help. So I'm going to give you a list of famous brands maybe even just concepts. And I want you to give me some ideas for how they could queer up their image for the rest of this month. And obviously just for the rest of this month. After it's over, get back to donating to Ron DeSantis. I will read a name. Whoever has a strong opinion on the matter can buzz right in with their pitch. The other player will then have to pitch a conflicting idea. Um, okay, so I'll just call out a brand. If you feel inspired, buzz in. Give me your pitch. Next person will have to do a different pitch. Uh, let's say Ikea. Uh, Schwartzman. Yes, Sean? Okay, so, uh, the pitch for Ikea, I'm showing some pride, uh, would be that this time around, all of their furniture requires assembly, but the instructions, okay, uh, Mm -hmm. are just different sexual positions that you and your partner uh, can try and and screw. Um, So they go, screw your way, uh, but you don't get your instructions. I see. So it's just some sexy Allen wrenching. Yes, exactly. Great. I love Mm. it. Rachel, what you got? I was thinking that you had to uh, build all of your furniture wearing harnesses and accoutrement that uh mm. like you are the allen wrench oh i see yeah like you have to you know do the thing you have to t- i wish <laughs> i wish this were a visual medium because rachel was giving us interpretive dance and for that reason she gets the edge one point to you uh in real yeah. life however ikea has uh, released pride couches designed by queer artists uh, if they're rainbow colored, Ugh. I just, I give up. I Seriously. Give up. I and I know up. the point's already been given, but this came to me uh, with, what, with you know, one second left on the clock, which mm. is just that they'll have pride 
Swedish meatballs. Oh, you just read my mind. Oh. Yes, yes, right, right. It's What's too different late, about them? Um, they're sweaty. You can't ch- and you can't they're chew them. <laughs> oh, oh, they're just they're rock hard. <laughs> Covered uh, in sauce. Uh, yeah, kind of like a gobstopper, a giant gobstopper. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so you just got to work them. And you, you got to work them exactly. until they evaporate. And you have to work them with okay. your with your fingers, right? Like mm-hmm. more yeah. visual. I got to start getting physical. <laughs> Rachel's so good with the physicality, and I know it's a yeah. mostly audio medium, but I got to mm-hmm. step up my game. It's just my. But she nature. is doing the space work, and we gotta <sighs> we gotta really uh, we gotta really uh, encourage that in this Pride Month. Benoit uh, balls, right? That's the name. Benoit balls. That's, That's the name a, of them. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Uh, Chipotle. Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, marmalade. Yes. Yes. Um, we will put even more spice in our fake chorizo to help <laughs> to help speed the process of exiting the poop mm. out of your butthole. Okay. That okay. Was not so said very really, eloquently. Really- I, yeah, yeah, just really uh, sabotaging sabotaging the uh, the colon area. Okay, interesting. Yeah, just um, Sean fire Teresa. Can, there it is. Can you top it, so to speak? <laughs> oh yes, I love the wordplay there. Yes, I will try. Uh, they will release a new cheese dip, um, a mm. side of their queso called Gay So, which is like <laughs> we don't care if you're gay, Gay So, and you oh, can yeah. you get that cheese dip for free uh, in Pride Month if you are gay. <sighs> Oh wow, God! What a what an honor and a privilege that would be if it were real. Point goes to you on that one, Sean. Wow, that was unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, the real life Chipotle uh, just put their burrito in a, a rainbow foil, and on the uh. inside it says "Homo estas." <laughs> uh, yeah, God oh, damn, boy. it's truly. Uh. Anytime there's pride, hold on. Oh my Homo God, estas. There we go. Yeah, it may not even be real. It may just be like a tweet. Um, but yeah, that is uh, it is up on stop there. it at Chipotle tweets. Wow, it's pretty grody. Oh. Anyway, um, th- during Pride Month, I feel the way that Italian people must feel when they go to Little Italy. You know what I mean? And and that you hear like that's amore eight hundred fucking times. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to just be like, well, it's kind of this, but not really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the normal experience of being Italian is there's <laughs> a lot less fucking tippy tippy tay and all that fucking nonsense. Like it's just it's we're not always it's like it's nice, but whatever. I don't know. It's, well, it fetishizes it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it fetishizes it. That's exactly right. And and it's always done by the dumbest uh, people in large groups. Anyway, uh, it's June fourteenth. I'm going to survive through this month. I promise. <laughs> um, what should Listerine do for Pride Month? Ooh, Listerine. Oh, uh, marmalade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, give it out with a bottle of lube and be like, go enjoy that sex party, bitch. Wow. Direct. <laughs> wow. <laughs> con, con, calling you a bitch, the whole thing. Wow. Oh, Should in I... a good way. I take back that word, boss bitch. Okay. You know? okay. Right. Reclaiming. Yeah. Like okay. queer. Reclaiming bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah so um, it's uh, for Listerine strips, if you remember those that you, you know, would sure. take out and place on your tongue. Um, and it goes, Listerine, strip off your pants and place on your hole. Oh. And it's it's going to freshen that hole right up for you. Got to mintify that hole. Wow. I see. Okay. That sounds honestly really painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, don't love it, but I like <laughs> both of these more than what happened in real life, which is that Listerine just wrapped their bottles in a rainbow flag. And Stop. That seems to else. be the real answer for all of these is they just yeah. put rainbow stuff on something. Yeah. And they, do uh, they really think yeah. I'm going to buy more Listerine because it has a rainbow on it? You know what? I bet they're fucking right is the problem. Uh, okay. Finally, the United might, States yeah. Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, in a partnership with Maverick, the movie that just yes. came out, it's yes. called Maverick Top Fun, and it's for tops. Top fun. Okay. W- what is it? So uh, if you enlist now, you get right now. 1.25% of what your salary would be. And, oh. But you also have to, and it's, uh, I'm asking, please tell. I see. So they just offer you more money to be a Marine. For a limited time. Uh, don't look too far into this. We don't need to okay. like, spend okay, we don't need a day to... going through Full... the logistics. Yeah. <laughs> Much like Top Gun Maverick itself, it's best not to think too hard about it. Uh, Rachel, what you got? Uh, they're doing a uh, like a World War II revival of Cabaret. And so they're going to um, address a- a- accordingly. And it's going to be called Do Ask, Do Tell. Oh, starring okay. Alan Cumming. So yeah, they're is there they're gonna they're gonna really make it a USO kind of a yeah kind of a fun entertainment experience. I like it. Point to you for that one, Marmalade. <laughs> um, in real life, they just sent out a tweet with a, a logo of a Marine helmet with bullets that were rainbow colored. Oh my god. No kidding! Wow, no come kidding. die for us, you. Come die for us, you sassy bitch. Wow. Uh, okay, Rachel's got two points after that round. Sean has but one. As we move on to a much less problematic round that we are calling <laughs> Boz Lerman, uh, the director of William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and Boz Lerman's Moulin, Moulin Rouge, Rouge is back mm-hmm. with a biopic of Elvis simply called Elvis. I Every time I watch the, the trailer, I have to take a nap afterwards uh, to mark the release of this film. We have compiled a list of Boz Lerman variants. I'm going to give you clues as to who they are. It's a it's a it's a wordplay. It's perhaps a rhyming game uh for example if i were to say this boz lerman is from a large european country which is not france and where they eat a lot of sausages the answer would be well i'll just tell you it would be boz german oh (laughs) i was like i know he's saying something german but it's supposed to rhyme with france Mm -hmm. okay now i get Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. yes i went boz austrian in my head so that's Mm -hmm. where i'm at yeah Ah! see that's not gonna get you anywhere sean we're killing it man Mm-hmm. Best ever do it. Best ever do it. All right. Number one, this Boz Lerman is a male identifying half fish. Boz Merman. That's correct. You got a buzz in. But oh, yes, sorry. Schwartzman. That is correct. Okay. Uh... It's too late now. I already, you already got the point. It's fine. Um, okay. This Boz Lerman is a Looney Tunes character who is from Tasmania. Baz. Oh, the Marmalade. Yeah. Sorry. Rachel. <laughs> the Basmanian Devil. Mm. Uh, Sean Schwartzman, uh, Taz Lerman. Taz Lerman. <laughs> Taz, I hated Taz to do Lerman. it. I yeah. didn't even want to buzz in, Rachel. That was oh, too painful. Yeah. yeah, but you did. Oh, but I, I, did um, it with, I did it with conviction. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Number three, this Baz Lerman is the patriarch of the Munster family from the CBS sitcom The Monsters. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. Oh, uh, Marmalade. 
Mm-hmm. Boz Herman. Boz Herman. Well done. Great. You I'm have tied it up. Three apiece. Uh, number four, this Boz Lerman is a group of animals considered pests or nuisances that spread diseases or destroy crops. Don't want them in your house. I know that. Okay. Uh, Schwartzman. Yes. Boz Vermin. Yes. Ah. Someone's getting the hang of it. Um, number five, this Boz Lerman is a religious speech delivered by a priest or a member of the clergy. Mm. Ooh, Schwartzman. Yeah. Boz Sermon. Yeah. Boz Sermon is correct. You've spent some time in a church. Uh, number <laughs> six, this Boz sure. Lerman is a rapper who had a massive hit with Old Town Road and was recently snubbed by the BET Awards. Uh, uh, oh, Schwartzman. Uh, uh, yes. Nas so. Lerman. Oh, man. Rachel? He was not correct. So oh! oh, oh. <laughs> Come on. Um, Old Town Road. Uh, Montero. Oh, Lil oh. Uh, Lil Nas uh, Lerman. Yes, <laughs> Lil Nas Lerman. I forgot the Nas Lil. Lil Nas. Ah, but it made it a worse. It made important. it a worse rhyme. <laughs> it, I was doing it service. <laughs> yeah, you did help. You absolutely did help. I, I am. You did. Some, I am sweating some right now. On that. Yeah, Me too. we all are. We all are. Holy cow, it is a close one. Uh, Jason Schwartzman and Sean have uh, have five. Rachel and all of the Marmalade have four. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say Bazinga anymore. So, after you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy Brothers every week for My Brother, My Brother and Me. <laughs> Welcome back to Troubled Waters, my friends. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing are Sean Coyle and Rachel Green. Our next round is a sound round. It is called Name That Robot. Now, you might have seen the news that Google uh, have suspended an engineer after he claimed that the company's AI chatbot had attained sentience, uh, a story that really makes you think if maybe you're just a chatbot. Am I just a chatbot? Frankly, at this point, I would welcome robot overlords. They cannot be any worse than what we are facing right now. Uh, to celebrate, I'm going to play you <laughs> clips of famous robots, and you will have to buzz in when you recognize which robot it is. <clears throat> Clip right. number one. Schwartzman. Oh, Sean. R2-D2? That is correct for one bonus point. Can you tell me the film series that that robot is from? Star Wars. Okay, we're not going to fucking give you a point for that. Get real. Uh, okay. 
Uh, but you do get a point for knowing it was R2-D2. Number two. Poor flimsy humans. Don't you wish you were flawless like me? Schwartzman. Ooh, Sean. Bender. Bender from Futurama. This man knows his robots. Bender from Futurama. Uh, clip number tres. I'm a friend of Sierra Connor. Oh, sure. Marlad. <laughs> oh, Marlad. Terminator. The Terminator from the Terminator franchise. Okay, number four. Baz Austrian. Yes. <laughs> no. uh, number four. <laughs> Schwartzman? Yes, Sean? Wally? Wally from Wally. Okay. Just kind of having like, wow. Kind of like down in a, like a sort of a K hole or an ecstatic moment. <laughs> really unleashed. I don't remember Wally being quite that verbal in that movie. But, yeah, he was right. going off. I don't know what. Was, was I think it was one of his really political rants. One. It was one of his yeah, big political probably rants. Was. <laughs> probably was. Uh, Cleop, number five. Did I say something wrong? Pardon me for breathing, which I never do anyway, so I don't know why I bother to say, oh, God, I'm so depressed. Oh, Schwartzman. Sean? Um, struggling. Marvin? Is that his name? Yes, Marvin. Yes! Marvin from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The guy who hosts the D&D podcast <laughs> recognizes the original BBC radio version of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, wonders never cease. Are you are you shocked by these results right now? I, I... Um, I truly am not. I am not. Uh, yes, that was uh, that was the original Marvin from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And finally, number six. Keeping your home beautifully clean every day is hard but important work. Dust, dirt, marmalade. Yes. Alexa. Rachel? No. Schwartzman. Yes. Roomba. Roomba uh, is correct. Roomba is correct. We were speaking. Uh, that of, was yeah. an ad for the iRobot Roomba 900 series vacuum cleaning robot. Roomba Keep number your... five. Roomba. Oh, ho, ho. I like that. I like that. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> One small space of my floor is clean. Uh, Emma dog is super freaked out. Okay, at the end of that round, the scores are Jason Schwartzman and Sean Coyle with 10 points, Rich Green and all of the marmalade with five. But listen, we will be back with our final round, which could be decisive right after this. Hey, it's John Moe. Join me on Depression Mode for conversations on how mental health shapes our life. This week, David Sedaris with stories of his late father that he's finally willing to tell. I think there's a difference between, you know, a good person and a good character. Like, he was a good character, my boyfriend here. And my father was another one of those people. He was a really good character, but he, he, he wasn't a good person. Depression Mode with John Moe, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am Dave Holmes. With us are Sean Coyle and Rachel Green. How are we feeling, Sean and Rachel, at this stage 
in a, a fairly tight game. Well, you know, I'm glad that I did well in the queer round and not so much in the robot round. That it, that really is indicate, indi- indicative. There it is. Indicative. Of, uh, yeah. you know, uh, me. A life well lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Tell me all the queer sex shit. I am here for it. And <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, robots, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm learning. Maybe I should go outside more. Make some human friends. <laughs> um. <laughs> Mix and mingle with real people. With real people. Um, you know what? Hold on. Before we before we get to that, before we get to that, <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Here's something I'm going to do. This is I'm going to do this. Okay, hold on. Uh, I saw an image from Christina Aguilera at the LA Pride, uh, whatever, at her like performance, and I'm going to share my screen with you. You mean the one that's about to happen next week? <laughs> yeah, the one the one that you saw. You have yeah. pictures from the future? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got it okay. from the uh, Google's go. AI. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Um, can you yeah. see this? Oh. Now we can. Oh, can yes. What yeah. is this? So it's some, it's like, Whoa. it's a. It took me way too long to see yes. the penis and balls. I was just looking at the, the top, top for a long a time. a lot to take in. Oh, no. I see. If you haven't seen the image, it is Christina Aguilera as some sort of superhero. It's 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 it really is giving the tick, but like a green version, um, huge pectoral muscles, uh, terrific abs, big Chris Evans, you know, arms and shoulders, and then a strap on, wow. a, a, a ginormous strap on, and you can't just have a ginormous strap on for LA Pride; it has to be bejeweled. So that is what she is giving us. <laughs> oh. I didn't want to have to face that alone. Um, <laughs> I needed, I needed that. you to share that with me. See, but you know, that bejeweledness is synonymous with the rainbows. Because like, you don't want to use a bejeweled strap on. No, that would no, be It painful. seems like it would be really painful. And like if we and as we now know from Kim Kardashian in that fucking dress, we know how easily these things can fall off. Do you want to be finding jewels up in you for weeks Mm, after? I don't personally. No, we we can we can jewel the outer labial region, but not not inside the. uh, She's sensitive. Come on, this feels honestly all of this feels very apocalyptic. It truly does. So anyway, I hope hope everyone had fun. Uh, Okay. Anywho, this uh, final round is a game we're calling Pop Talks. Father's Day is coming up. It's June nineteenth here in the U.S. and on troubled waters. Whether or not you celebrate the holiday yourself, we thought it would be a good time to highlight a seemingly bygone era of television in the form of the TV Dad Pep Talk. Yeah, it's been another tough year. Sometimes (laughs) all you need is a father or a father figure or even just somebody with big zaddy energy to sit you down and tell you (laughs) that, hey, sport, everything is going to be all right. For example, here is Gary Cole from the Brady Bunch movies doing his very best and very peppy talkiest Mike Brady. No matter where we go or whatever house we're in, we'll be fine as long as we're together. So I don't want to see any more frowns. We're Brady's. And as a wise man once said, wherever you go, there you are. Never thought of it that way, man. Okay, there you go. So we have asked some of our real life listeners to give us a few things that they need a little motivation around. I will assign one to each of you. You will have to deliver me your best TV dad style speech about it. I will be judging on 
warmth, on softness, on nose bestiness, on the general overall feeling that we might have learned an important lesson. Rachel, because you are a little bit behind, I'm going to have you go first. And uh, I'm going to ask you to give us all a pep talk about the importance of putting on sunscreen in the middle of this heat wave. Uh, You have 90 (laughs) seconds and they start now. So listen, kids, I just want to encourage you to slather yourself with lots of sunscreen. The higher the number, the better, because I don't want you to cook your skin. I don't want you to get the melanomas. Um, I've had craters taken out of my forehead because I was an active young child and I didn't listen to my parents. So really just just apply it, apply it liberally. And I do mean liberally because I'm a liberal. And, you know, just put it all over your body. <laughs> just spread it. Have your friends spread it all over you. It's going to feel great. It's going to be a communal experience. You can spray each other. You can rub each other down. You can turn it into a, a massage and really just help everyone feel good about themselves. So you know what, kids? Go out there. Get that Neutrogena. Get that. Get that. Get that Hawaiian Tropic, and and just feel good about life. And and get out in the sun and and be gay. This door won't unlock for another like twenty five seconds. So keep, so keep going. We need more motivation. Oh, I, yeah, I get I to keep going. In. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling really sassy, I've heard that they do have um, a rainbow tube of edible sunscreen which you can then just have all the fun with you can protect your insides and your outsides and uh, it also doubles as a lubricant so be safe out there kids (laughs) and get on prep she gave us daddy she gave us pride month she gave us rainbow she gave us don't sunburn your internal organs she gave us two to four different uh brands of sunscreen uh, and yet, left off band of Soleil. Whatever. Odd choice, but that's fine. Uh, um, all right. Seven points for that one. Seven points okay. for that. That was Excellent. really good. It was pretty Thank good. You. It was pretty good. It. I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, okay. Sean? Dad? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to give us a pep talk and remind us of the importance of turning on video for your Zoom work calls. You have 90 seconds, and they start now. Knock, knock. Um, hey, Timmy, Tony, you guys, you're supposed to be asleep, but I hear you're running around in here. <laughs> I'm coming in, okay? <clears throat> Just pop a seat on, on the bed. Um, something that uh, your mom and I wanted to, to talk to you guys about. No, it's not the pornographic mags we saw under the bed. <laughs> in fact, we encourage that, okay? You guys are young. And sex is scary, but it doesn't need to be. But that's a talk for a different time. I want to talk to you about keeping on your video screen, on your video for Zoom. We got some calls from your teacher, Mrs. Overalls, and she said that when you guys are in science class, you're not putting on your screen. So they can hear you, but they can't see you, right? Now, if you guys are going to take up space in this world, okay? Make sure you leave space for others. And that's what we talked about, right? But that doesn't mean that you don't have to be seen at all, right? We want you to participate and actively engage in your education. And that's why we need you to turn on that screen, okay? Otherwise, we're going to go back to homeschool. And you guys hated me as your teacher. Remember how bad that was? Almost broke our family apart. Five seconds. (laughs) 
So turn on the screen or dad's going to get mean. Just kidding. <laughs> Good night, boys. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Sean. Wow. That was a journey. It was a journey, yeah. You gave the family a backstory. You gave the kids names. I thought you were going to do a knock-knock joke at the very beginning, but you were just, you were knocking and knocking. Um, you presented a family that's almost dangerously open-minded. Um, you, there was a point in the middle where I had absolutely <laughs> no idea what was going on, and it kind of mirrored the way that we started this show. Um, in many ways, it was intentionally or not, it was, it was, well, quite frankly, it was flawless. Eight points to you. Wow. Eight, eight out of 10. So flawless, but eight. But, Slightly flawed. But, you know, yeah, B, B minus. Uh, all right. Let's Okay. Marmalade, you came through with 12 points, but Sean, for Jason Schwartzman, the villain in this movie that I'm never going to see. You got 18 <laughs> points. Congratulations. Your topic is the most important topic for the next couple of weeks. You are a very special pundit. Congratulations. Great work. Woohoo! Great work. All right. It is now time to plug it on up. Uh, tell us what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma and set the balance right in the universe, tell us something else that someone else did that you want the world to know about. Rachel, we'll start with you. First of all, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Oh um, yeah, so I uh, run a monthly stand-up comedy show that is very femme-forward, LGBTQ POC in New York City called The Boss Bitch Show. And we received such a great response. Um, but because we take turns headlining and hosting, people were like, we want to see you together. So we decided to make a podcast. So on July 14th, we will have The Boss Bitch Show podcast. Um, yeah. And it's it's cool Love because it. like uh, Kirsten and I are besties. So we connect on a lot of other levels besides comedy. It can get very sex positive. It can get very witchy woo woo. But we also talk about stuff like, you know, generational trauma and, you know, uh, crystal butt plugs and, you know, tarot. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. And uh, what else? Uh, you could find me on most of the social medias at the one like the and then the number one Rachel Green because of that you know who on that other show mm -hmm. and uh, my website is rachelgreen.nyc and I aside from being a comic I'm also uh, a violinist and a singer and an actor and a voiceover artist so you know just keep an eye out for me somewhere probably playing some you know mean bitch in a prison you know I love it <laughs> yeah typecasting she does it all and did you give us something someone else did Oh, someone's, oh man. So See? the other night I had, I know, so egotistical. <laughs> she does it all, but think of anyone else. The other night I had the honor of playing at uh, Joe's Pub with the Skivvies for the Tony viewing party. <gasps> and the, uh, uh, Claiborne Elders band? Um, or he's performed with them? No, no, no. I think he's performed with them. No, it's my friends, okay. uh, Lauren Molina and Nick Searley. And Lauren and I play in nice. another band. Um, but they're amazing. They do mashups and cool shit in their underwear. And then they invite like Broadway people to come on and do uh, stuff in their underwear. And um, Never disappointing. No, it was amazing. And I met this new woman, Tamika, and I'm forgetting her last name. I feel like a giant asshole but uh tamika lawrence uh they did this thing with her where they would name like spitfire name uh broadway shows and she would have to sing uh, a line from her favorite song in the show 
And this woman did like 20 songs. I think only of maybe which five were rehearsed because the sound guy was not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were like, okay, we're just going to keep going. And she slayed like wow, wow. Ch- vocal chops like in the heavens. And then mm. and then they picked Rent and she did 525,000 minutes and like mid sentence was like, damn, why did I pick this key? And st- Still hit the high note at the end. Like, mm. wow. Chef's kiss. Broadway people. I hate them for so many reasons. Uh, but I but I fear and uh, am in awe of them. Thank you, Rachel. Thank Sean, you. Coyle, your turn. Yes. What are you doing? Um, yeah, just bring it around full circle. Uh, check out sitcom D&D. Uh, yet it is a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we mostly just make fart jokes the whole time and have a blast and we've had some really cool guests too um in the past uh anthony birch from dungeons and daddies not a bdsm podcast Damn. uh and and then uh the misleading the other the other thing i i wanted to plug of someone else that i know um i know them very well they are my girlfriend that i live with and they have a podcast hey riddle riddle it's a podcast that's a comedy podcast in which they solve riddles in real time and then do mm-hmm. like improv based on those riddles. Okay. And that's that. Fun. So, um, you both are an absolute dream. Thank you so much for being here. It's so fun. A, 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 a total joy. Sean Coyle, Rachel Green, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. You're there with the headphones. We thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Sean Coyle. Make a noise. Yellow! Ooh, Rachel Green. LL. Ooh-hoo-hoo! Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo-woo! And Laura Swisher. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roomba number five. One, two, three, four, five. One small space of my floor is clean. And my dog is super freaked out. 